1: Hadio ho, degenerinos and welcome back to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Or if it's your first time, welcome uh to the podcast. Episode 272. Took you long enough to get here if this is your first time, but you're you're uh you're welcome here. Uh, anyhow. Uh 272, that's um dedicated to Muradov Professional League, which is a fight <laughs> apparently, and we're gonna cover it today. It gave us something to actually cover, which is good since so UFC is still taking a little Break. They're, they're they're still in the news uh, for, for all the wrong wrong reasons, but uh, the UFC is uh, taking a break from action in the cage. Uh, I'm one of your hosts for this year episode, Jeff Chalks Fox. Thanks for listening and for subscribing and for giving us five a five star review. See, I, I thanked you for it because I know you're going to do that. Um, apparently, this is like I said, Muradov is a uh, it's a professional league, a fight league. <laughs> I'm assuming my co-host knows about it because he's the one who said we're going to cover it today. So. We'll see uh, how much he does know about this fight, league and, and how much he can tell us about it. Um, he's the one, obviously. He, he's the brains behind this operation, the one and only Gumby God, Daniel Vreeland.
0: Hello. So, I will first of all I'll tell you, I know a little bit about it. Uh, not, not a lot about have it. Have you watched um, it before? I have never. I have never watched it before. Oh, uh, mostly because, why well, I, I watched it leading into uh, to, to talking to you guys about it because most of these guys get this have been fighting for Muradoff Professionally. Because this is their seventh event. We are about to watch Muradoff Professional League 7, which, by the way, is on Fight Pass. Uh, Part of the reason why I liked this card is because it is one that I'm going to be able to see. And also, typically, if you've got a uh, sports book that you like that typically offers regional MMA odds, uh, anything that is on Fight Pass often gets added to it. Uh, whether it's a you know a really prestigious organization or it's one you've never heard of sometimes they even offer grappling odds on certain ones so like there there's a good chance you wind up with your sports book having odds on muradov professional league second of all we had to cover it because it's got uh jeff's jeff's favorite actor owns it so that's oh a, yes,
1: right a, a cool piece to it <laughs> Mahmoud muradov ufc fighter it's it's so oh, it's his league okay
0: yeah it is uh, actually his league too like i looked it up at first i was like there's no way and no it is it's owned by Mahmoud muradov uh ufc uh 185 er um he apparently has put together a fight league that exists in Uzbekistan, yeah, uh, which that, is was
1: my next question. Where does where does this take place? Yeah,
0: Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan which is his uh, his native country. And I think it's going to be daytime MMA on Saturday. So if you are out oh. to catch uh, all of the regional promotions we've covered this week, Cage Titans, LFA and uh, Muradov Professionally, like we're about to. You could actually probably watch all three. One's going to be on Friday night. One's going to be on Saturday morning and one on Saturday night.
1: If if you're a gumby, that's definitely w- what you'll do. Actually, if you're a real degen, that's what you're going to do because we're going to tell you um tell you guys that you should be fighting on. It. So, uh, has anyone made it out of this league t- to the UFC?
0: I think no, know? but only because it's been short. It's short lived. Right. It, it, this is only the seventh event. Um, so like it, it's not like it's been going for too long. Um, they they only started back in October of 2021. Um, so like I I think. They're they're not quite to the spot where uh, they they could get somebody there yet. I mean, like maybe I'm missing somebody. Um, but like the guy who main evented, I, I think the same guy is main evented one, two, three. This is this will be his fourth main event. Uh, for for Muradov Fight League. So I think they're they're trying to get him in there. Um, and like you know he's we'll, we'll talk about him later on in the show.
1: All right very good very good all right uh before we get into that i'm going to tell you about win bat is the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network win is active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win including live betting and same game parlays plus produce juice on sides and totals for all bowl games of the day of great promos odds and payouts are happening right now at win ready to play sign up today to receive a special offer bet hundred dollars win hundred dollars limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their weekly battle royale games or even draft your playoff basketball team. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus when you use promo code S G P N at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy promo code S G P N. All right, let's jump into this things. Do you even know where Uzbekistan is if if I gave you a map?
0: Yeah, it's uh it's right, oh, next, it's to, it's right next to it's right next to Kazakhstan. It's just south of it if <laughs> I'm not mistaken. It's well listen to this guy.
1: Um <laughs> do you know what the capital of it is?
0: Uh, hang on a second. I I do. not look it up. No, no, because I'm thinking of the capital of Azerbaijan, which is right there too. <laughs> oh, that sorry. that one's Baku. I know that yeah. one. Um, no, I don't know the capital. Tash,
1: of the capital. Tashkent. No, and that's I, where this. I still,
0: is. I still I still don't know that actually. No, <laughs> and, and,
1: and that, that's where this is taking place. Apparently, there's like 2.4 million people there, so we we should know about it. It's big. Uh, anyhow, it's taking place like I said in Tashkent. The venue is TC Yunus bod you know spot have you ever been there dan i have not <laughs> <laughs> okay. just cracking all right so murata professional league 7 razamatov versus chapanov is going down on ufc fight pass so this isn't a totally you know bogus league this is, this is legit um it is happening saturday 10am eastern uh, so that is like dan said if you're on the east coast or in the nor- in north america it'll be a a uh, morning event for you it's taking place in the cage sadly sometimes you get fun um, venues uh for fights in europe but not not the case here um all right 10 fights we're breaking down the top five fights on the card starting with let me count down one two three four starting with watch weights i okay uh did you pick this fight card just because uh you want me to
0: try to have to pronounce all these names is that i will i will tell you it is an added (laughs) bonus Ah. because i i think of my favorite things when we break down regional cards, uh it, it ranks as follows. My ability to see odds, number one. Yeah, I, I want to be course, able to yeah. see odds. Number two, my ability to actually watch the fight without having to go to some crazy place that's probably gonna get my computer virus. That's number two. Number three, if it makes you say funny names. So it mm-hmm. is it is not the only criteria, but this one hit criteria two and three. Yes. Um, so while I don't hopefully have odds. Soon enough. Yeah, yeah, hopefully odds soon enough. But uh, I, I can give you my my estimated odds and all of the research I did on uh Muradov professional league fighters.
1: I think there's one name that looks like a no two names. That should be easy for me to say. No, three. OK, three names uh, out of the <laughs> ten. Three names out of ten will probably be easy. But um, Zyre. Zyre <laughs> see, I'm messing, this one should be easy and I'm messing up. Zaur Izaev versus Mukhidin Mamadzhanov. Mamad
0: Mamadzadinov. Mamadzadinov.
1: Mama, Mama yeah. Mama oh yes, there's an extra <laughs> there's an extra uh, syllable in there that I missed. All right, this one is uh, and I uh, I apologize to anyone who has a name like this. I'm not butchering them on
0: purpose, even though it does entertain. It is, um, is, it is, it is one of the better parts of the show. So uh, <laughs> this while one's we, at, watch, we, we extend were um, our apologies, but also it's funny.
1: <laughs> someone in the discord did I, a while ago. I remember uh, they thanked us for at least attempting to, to get these names right. So that, that, that's a, that's a positive. All right. I'm going to tell you about, what was the guy's name again? Mama, Mama yeah. Mamazonov. You act like, you know, act like, you know, these people, eh? <laughs> right? Three and all three knockouts. All of those fights were in, in this league Muradov. Uh, Murdov's Fight League, Professional League, excuse me. He used to fight at uh, Lightweight. This one is up at Welterweight. That's all I can tell you on him. Izayev is a peaceful warrior. He's 10-5 and five with five knockouts. He's been submitted twice. This is his debut in Murdov uh, League. He's lost three straight fights. Last one via, last one via submission. He's not won, won a fight since December of 2019. He also used to be a Lightweight. And I don't have any odds, so come me to give you a pick and what he hopes to get the odds at.
0: Yeah, so I think um, Mamazodinov is probably going to come in here right around negative 200 um, because he's, you know, he's he is a guy who is a little bit less experienced. Um, you know, we're talking about three pro fights versus 15. That is a huge discrepancy. But at the same time, all three of them, he's looked pretty damn good in. I think he's going to come in as a favorite also because, as you said, Isaev is coming off of three straight losses. So but the the fact that there's a big discrepancy in the amount of fights, I think you might get Mamazodinov. Uh, you know, just as a slight favorite or something like that. And from what I've seen of Mama Zadinov fight, he's got a really good sense of range. And, you know, as you kind of mentioned, he's, he's winning all these fights by knockout. His boxing is powerful. When he does hit people, they go down. Um, you know, it kind of looked like he was too big for lightweight for a while. I think he might even have more power going up to welterweight because, you know, we've seen guys. We're cutting too much weight and it kind of zaps their power and it kind of zaps their ability to knock people out terrence McKinney's a great example of that that dude was down at 145 pounds for a while couldn't knock out anybody uh up at 55 he you know apart from Drew dover seems like he could knock anybody out um but mama's Zadanoff, great range powerful boxing i haven't really seen much of him defending a takedown uh in the film that i could find on him i i'm you know, a little bit encouraged by the fact that he does seem to understand range really well, especially with his boxing. So like, if that's the case, like maybe people just can't get in on, on him close enough. And the, the bonus of that is he's fighting a say who seems to be the exact opposite. He has a really poor sense of range. He, He seems to want to close the distance all the time, but doesn't seem to have a good idea how to do that. He's usually chasing people around the cage. Um, he very clearly, this is like a striker grappler matchup. Isaev is going to look for those takedowns. And, you know, while there is a possibility that since I haven't seen Mamazodinov up against somebody who can wrestle or has gotten to wrestle, there's a chance Isaev just like controls him and holds him down the whole time. But from what I've seen of Isayev's fights is anytime he does get somebody down, they're usually up not that long after. It, it usually seems like he doesn't have good top control, especially if it's against the cage. The person can wall walk a little bit. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to take Mama Zodinov here, hoping to get him, you know, south of negative 200. But that's right about round where I expect him to post.
1: All right. So what was the number again? Excuse me. Negative 200. Negative 200. And the pick is Mama Enough. Are you sure that's how it's said? Because it's it's Mamad. And then Zanov is how it's spelled.
0: Am I adding a syllable? I'm adding but, a syllable. Yes, I
1: was right. It's Mamad Zanov, I think. I think it's Mamad Zanov. We'll have to wait until the, the broadcast. So and see, right?
0: Yeah, I, I assume there's English broadcasts of it. At oh, least yes. on Fight Pass, there usually is. So yeah, I'll there, let's yep. keep our fingers crossed.
1: All right, let's drop down to Banawaites. Bakodir, Bakiev. I did all right there, I think. You did great. <laughs> Farid, Alibab uh let me see. Alib. Abazad. Abba
0: Alibabazad. Ali
1: Alibabaza- Alibabazade. Ali Zab. Oh yes. There's a E at the end. Al Alibabazade. His nickname is Beck. B-E-K. Seven, five, and one, three knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted three times. This is his debut in Muradov. Uh, he won his last fight via TKO. He's six years younger than Bakiyev, four inches taller. Bakayev Brat is the nickname. He's eight, five, and one with five submissions. He's been knocked out twice. Oh and two in Muradov. He's lost three straight fights. He's not won since December, 2020 was a regional champion. He also used to fight at flyweight and featherweight. Go ahead.
0: So Ali Baba is probably going to be the favorite here. I think when you look at, you know, his record and his recent trends and stuff like that, I, I think people are going to be a little bit higher on him, but I actually like Bakiyev in this fight. And the reason is, is when you watch Ali Baba when he's in control of something, he looks really good. Like when he's in control of space, he looks like he knows what he's doing and he settles in when he wrestles and he gets on top of somebody, he's good. And he seems to settle in, but when he, when he is pressed or a fighter just comes right at him or something like that, he kind of flails a lot. And I I throw around that word flail kind of sparingly because it's, it's not like a really nice thing to say about a fighter, but I I saw somebody shoot a takedown on uh, Ali Babazade. And he, like, threw, like, a whole bunch of punches, but, like, none of them were technical. And, like, that was his way of defending a takedown. And I think that's a problem against Bakiev because, first of all, he's very high energy. Uh, and he keeps a, a frenetic pace. And also, I've seen him start more than one fight without throwing a punch before he was in on a takedown. Like, he he's just like, I'm going for what I want. Balls to the wall. He's not going to stop. So, I, I'm going to take the guy... Who brings the pace and brings the energy against the guy who has trouble with pace and energy? So I like Bakiyev here. Uh, I'm gonna say as an underdog, probably not that big, but I'm gonna play say like maybe plus one sixty-five.
1: All right, we got ourselves hopefully a first dog of this card. All right, moving on up to welterweights: Eldor Aronov versus Farkujan
0: Mashrapov. Mashrapov. I think it's Mashrapov, but you, you're doing so well. I'm I'm feeling hesitant yep. to correct you uh-huh. now, especially now that I realized I did add an extra, yep. uh, an extra syllable to Mamazanov.
1: <laughs> Mashrapov is seven and six, two knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out twice, submitted twice. One Noah Muradov, 0 and two uh, over his last two fights, he got submitted in both of them. He used to fight at flyweight, sorry featherweight and lightweight. Uh, Aronov Seven and one, two knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted one time. He's This is his debut in this promotion. He's won two straight fights. He won his last one via submission. He used
0: to fight at featherweight and lightweight as well. Over to you. So you you gotta have a little bit of concern, even just looking at the records before you get into everything. You gotta have a little bit of concern when you see a guy like Mashrapov who's coming off of back to back losses by submission and his opponent is coming off of a first round submission. Um, right? Like yeah. that 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 automatically should be a red flag. I think it's gonna be a red flag for the books too. I think you're gonna see Aronoff at like negative three hundred. I think he's gonna be maybe maybe the biggest favorite on this main card. Um, and don't get me wrong, he's got flaws on his feet. Um, he, he doesn't seem to put his combinations together. Well, um, sometimes it's just like a big rip and then he resets and then a big rip and he resets and, you know, a huge chopping calf kick, but then he resets, he he doesn't like put it behind a jab or he doesn't put a one, two together. And, and obviously that that's not great, especially for, you know, a guy who's seven in one, he should be putting strikes together better than that, but. He he does have good takedowns. He seems to rip people to the ground pretty quickly uh, when he needs to, which you'll see is a trend in this on this fight card. Like there are a couple of strikers, but like, man, this is a grapple heavy card. So if you're a grappling fan, maybe this is the perfect card for you. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the guy who gets takedowns and chokes against the guy who's been choked a couple of times in a row.
1: Yep. All right. So Aronov, what, what number you think we'll get him at?
0: I think negative 300 if we're lucky. Right, it, it might even get bet up from there once it posts
1: righty Um come In event time. Umar Karamov versus sm-
0: <laughs> smiko
1: smiko San I couldn't I
0: couldn't could begin to tell you that. SMKO
1: sm- SMICO. Sanuav. I think there's some letters missing there. Um, and like I said, this is lightweight. Sanuav is three and one, one knockout, two submissions, and he's been knocked out once, so he's never gone the distance in the fight. One and one in murdov uh he's won his last fight via TKO uh Karamov three and oh one knockout two submissions so he's never gone the distance either all his fights were in this promotion Murdov and he used to fight at welterweight over
0: to you so this one was an interesting one to break down for me because uh when you watch them strike they actually do a lot of similar things um both are really hesitant in early exchanges in fights like they they start very tentatively um, they, they throw a lot of punches that are like, you can tell fielder out punches that they're, they're clearly not entirely comfortable at the exchange yet. And it takes them a really long time to figure things out. And against fighters who strike, well, both of them shell up defensively a little bit too much for my own taste. They don't circle away or, you know, block and move or block and counter. They just like shell up. They don't want to get hit anymore. Um, and, but the, it's nice that they're fighting each other. Cause then you can almost like cancel out that striking game and then just think about the wrestling game. Um, because both of them, good takedowns, both of them, good top game. Karamoff has a little bit of an issue with his takedown defense. And I think some of it comes from his cardio. When he puts the pace on a little bit too much, it seems like he starts to melt a little bit and he starts allowing takedowns instead of getting them. So I actually expect Sanuev to get more of the takedowns Um, but at the end of the day, I think the difference maker while he's going to be on his back is the fact that Karamov's jujitsu is just like much, much better than Sanuev. Like I I watched a Sanuev fight where he was in, uh, side control after picking up a nice slam within seconds. He was back in half guard within a couple more seconds. He was back in guard. And then the guy on the bottom tried an arm bar on him. And it was like, so he he had hit this big slam and landed in an advantageous position and 10 seconds later, he's defending an arm bar uh, and Karamov, exact opposite. Like when he's on top, he's attacking submissions when he's on bottom. I've seen him hit that same arm bar that, that Sanuev was caught in. So I think Karamov, as long as he, if he gets to the wrestling early, we might not have to worry about his cardio all that much. But even if we do, if this fight is most likely going to wind up on the ground again, because neither of these guys like striking all that much. And I think Sanuev is like just primed to get caught by Karamov. So I'm going to go with Karamov here. I think that this fight is kind of hard to line because at the end of the day like Karamov kind of has a slightly better record, but I think like if you watch them fight, uh, you know, cuz they're they're only 3 and 0 and 3 and 1. I think if you watch them fight, you'd peg them as being pretty similar. So I'm going to say Karamov -150 um okay. and I, I I think so like a slight favorite and I, I like him at that price. Um obviously you're you're probably never going to find props anywhere here, but I will just tease you in saying that i i would like karamoff by submission if it existed
1: all right there you go come on books get on it all right uh we're gonna move up to welch and our main event um as my my battery gets uh increasingly low on my laptop maybe i'll plug it and we'll see um i gotta pr- try to pronounce the names first shock Hassan hasan merzamatov versus hamzat chapanov i'm getting good at this dan we should do more um Chapanov, 12-3, and three, five knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out once. 1-0 on Muradov. He's won five straight fights and eight of nine. He, last, he won his last fight via submission. He used to fight at middleweight and light heavyweight. Murzamatov, 9-2 and two with seven knockouts, never been finished in a fight. 3-1 on Muradov. He's won eight of his last nine. However, he did lose his last fight. He used to fight at middleweight and light heavyweight. Go ahead. What do you think of these two
0: guys? So uh, Mirza Matas is, is the one who I said at the top of the show, I, I think Mahmoud Professional League is designed to try to get him to the UFC or some sort of big show. He is this will be the fourth uh, Muradoff Professional League that he main evented out of the seven shows. And he just so happens to train out to get this uh, Muradoff Legion team. Uh, so like, it's, it's not like there isn't a reason why Mahmoud Muradov would want to see this guy succeed. But as you, you sort of noted in his record, he has main evented three of them and he just lost his last one against the guy who was, I, I think a lot of people saw as not nearly as good as him in, in Edil as in Guloth, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not fun. Um, but like, yeah, like he, I think he was supposed to go in and steamroll everybody and, hasn't um and in addition to that uh i think here in this fight you got a guy in Chopanoff who is a very exciting striker like a very exciting striker um you know he, he throws tons of spinning stuff um and in addition to that if you try to take him down Great chokes as you try to take him down. Like a nice Daris when you go to take him down, or I've seen him pull Gilly, although he he didn't finish the gilly that I saw. Like he, he's got a lot of different submissions for when you shoot on him, if you shoot on him like in sort of a silly fashion. Um and also, you know, like he fights a little bit with his hands further away from his face, but again, it it's more of like a tie style hands away from the face. Um he's good in the clinch. I, I actually think Shapanoff is going to beat Muradov's uh, poster boy here. Muradov's uh, what? What's the word I'm looking for? His his prodigy. Uh, yeah. Because I I just think at the end of the day, I I think he's like a little bit smarter on the feet, and I I don't think Murzabatov is going to give him all that much trouble in the grappling because I think Chopinoff is just like smart enough in his jujitsu. So I, I'm gonna take Chapaev. I'm gonna say at the end of the day, this one's probably a pick 'em. I think Shapinov probably comes in with a lot more hype, and I think a lot more people are going to pick him. But Mirzumatov is, like I said, he, he's Mahmoud Muradov's like poster boy. He's he trains out of his team. He's headlined four out of his seven cards. Like I, I think the idea of him being the the guy to come out of this league to give it a name is there. But I, I actually think Shapinov looks a lot better than him. All right,
1: we have got the picks. Shopinov. Hopefully uh, the pick him. Maybe we can even get him out of dog money. Karimov. This is a slight favorite, hopefully. Aradov is a bigger favorite. Bakiav, hopefully, as the underdog, and start things off with mamadzanov as probably a kind of big uh favorite. So, there's your picks for. Everyone's favorite league, favorite league, Murdoch Professional League. Well we'll have to check it out. <laughs> check it out Saturday. Maybe we'll like it. Maybe this will be a new favorite of ours
0: now that I can pronounce these these names properly. Um I'm gonna tell right. you that that was a little bit of a bummer to me. Like yeah you, you I did know. not struggle nearly as much. There was no practice that went into this. Of course
1: not. I don't <laughs> practice. You didn't tell me we were doing it until like today. So no, I didn't have time to practice. That. No. Um yeah, so get in the Discord. We can chat about this and my great pronunciations. Uh, sportsgumbypodcast.com/discord. You can chat with us on Twitter. Gumby runs our official account, SGP and MMA. My account is Jeff Fox Writer. His account is Gumby Vreeland. I have a Substack, MoneyMMA.substack.com. Get in there. Listen to Gumby's other podcast, Top Turtle MMA. Um, who's on this week? I I think you mentioned it last podcast.
0: Yeah, I talked to Anho, who is on that LFA 149 card that we broke down last time, and uh, his fight got canceled because his opponent pulled out. Um, But later on in the show, I talked to Felipe Bunez, who's fighting for the vacant flyweight title against Yuma Horuchi. There you go. Um,
1: And then read all their stuff, obviously, and listen to all the great podcasts at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We'll be back on Sunday with more goodness for your ears or your ear holes, ear balls, however you want to, whoever you want to inject us into your body. Uh, Gumby, take us home.
0: All right. I'm Daniel Gumby Freeland. He's the brat, Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.